Hi, this is Tom Harvey, the Economy Guy. This podcast is all about macroeconomics. It's what's going on in the world around us and what it is can possibly do for us or to us. And welcome. This is an educational show. I want to just give you facts, figures, and some of my opinions so that you can make your own personal informed investing decisions. It is Sunday, March 8th, and this is the Economy Guy, Tom Harvey, bringing you the update of the markets last week. What in the world happened last week? It was quite a week. And I talked about what I thought would happen about a week ago, and so I thought I'd just kind of put these, what happened and what I thought would happen together, and let's talk about it a bit. Let's start with, uh, what did the Dow Jones 30 do? It uh, started the week around... 25,500 and went up to 27,070 and then fell back down to 25,860. Roughly is where it closed at the end of the week. That was a big, big up and a big, big down. In fact, it was the biggest one day up ever in the history of the Dow Jones 30. Just remember from last week, anytime there's a biggest ever happen, up, down, sideways, doesn't matter. It Pay attention. Something's going on. It's a, Consider it a red flag waving at a bull. Something's going on there. We had a big up day. Remember the previous week we had a big down day. But this was okay. So we had a the Dow corrected up and it came back down. If you remember, I did talk about a bit about a uh, the bull market trap, a, a bear market, a bear market trap. And I think... Uh, some people might have got caught up in that trap, in the enthusiasm of the big up day, because it ended up about the same place at the end of the week that it started at the beginning of the week. What else went on? Another important part of this. That is the 10-year Treasury bond. It started the week around 1.1%, and it fell down to 0.7%. It was a big deal that it almost hit 1%, went below 1% last week. This week, it crashed through 1%, ended up at 0.7%. Now, you can say that that's because the Fed lowered interest rates by a half a percent, which was a world-shattering announcement and event, I might add, or not. And we're going to talk about that later, because that is the big news, in my opinion, of what actually happened was the bond market. And then, uh, to round out the market segment, let's talk about gold. It had a, uh, a, uh, a high of around, a well, high, high last week, about 1580. That's where it kind of started out the week at the bottom. And then it climbed back up. Remember, it was up to 1690 before. It fell all the way down in the mid-1500s. Then it clawed its way back up. And it ended... This week at 1674. In other words, it's tempting itself to try to test out that 1700 mark again. So it came right back up, even though there was a huge pressure to bring it down more than 100 points in one day before, if you remember that. So isn't that interesting that gold has come back? And let's talk about the whys here. The whys 
for the stock market, it's pretty clear. Uh, remember I said there was a bubble in the stock market, and it's, that bubble was pricked by something called a virus. It went down. In addition, there was probably some nervousness about the presidential campaign and having uh, Bernie Sanders, a, uh, an extreme socialist, be the person that's re representing one of the presidential candidates. That made uh, Wall Street very nervous. They did not want to pay a lot more taxes. So that could be part of it. That could indeed be part of it. Uh, but I, I, don't, I think it was a small part of it. I think the big deal was the virus and the unknown of what's coming with that virus. And the big news, of course, was the Fed reduction. So stay tuned for this uh, uh, in <laughs> wonderful discussion I'm going to give you about uh, our website here, and then I'll come back and tell you what I think really going on in this market. Back again, let's talk about what really happened this last week in the markets. First of all, the Fed dropped the Fed funds rate by a half a percent. It does not do that. The Fed does not do that very often. It's done it, I don't know, seven, six, seven times in my lifetime. That's yeah, a long lifetime. And so it's rare that it does it normally. It's a quarter percent when it's up or down. But this one was one of those rare events like when 9-11 happened or whatever. In other words, the Fed was making a point. It wanted it to be heard around the world. And it had reason for that. The markets were going down. The interest rates were going down. They did not want interest rates to go down. Now, you can think logically that if the Fed is reducing interest rates, that the 10-year bond, 30-year bond would continue going down in interest rates and up in value. In reality, that's not true. In, in the past, when the Fed has significantly dropped, like a half a percent, the Fed funds rate, the 10-year and the 30-year turned around and went up because the Fed was making a statement. Hey, we've got it all under control. We're making it safe in the world. Everything's good. And interest rates went up in that circumstance. Note that they did not go up this time. They continued to go down. Not only the day of the announcement, but the day after the announcement, it continued to go down. This is, a, uh, in my opinion, a very ominous sign. It says the Fed has lost control. They, it did, the market did not do what the Fed wanted it to do. It went the opposite way. This is a big, big, big deal. So again, pay attention. Another big red flag just happened. I'm bringing that to your attention so you can see it, what's going on. Um, so what, what's going to happen this coming week? What's my prediction for that? Well, I would say there's going to be a lot more nervousness about the virus. It, there's, it appears to be spreading throughout the United States. A lot of news coming out about where it is and how many states have it. More than half of the states have the virus in it now. Um, the uh, CDC doesn't seem to be uh, pulling its weight with doing a lot of testing. And let's hope that they get their act in gear and we can actually get our hands on who does and who does not have this virus. So that's critically important for stopping it and turning it around. But because of that nervousness and the uh, it looks like a growth of the virus, 
in the United States, I would suspect that there will be more nervousness in the stock market and it will continue to go down overall for those five days. There may be one or two days during that week that it goes up, or there may not be. Uh, don't know. That'll be really fun to watch it. But markets go up and down, but it's the trend that counts right now. The trend is down for stocks. Interest rates, ditto. Interest rates, the trend is down. I would say it might go down a little more. It might get to half a percent. Goodness gracious, the 10-year at half a percent. And gold is golden. Uh, excellent chance it's going to uh, go beyond at 1690 and actually test the 1700 market. If there's enough nervousness in the stock market, then people will turn for safety to bonds and gold. Remember, in the past, they were selling their gold in order to pay the margin calls in the stock market. So it actually caused gold to go down in the past, as well as a, some people really wanted to sell gold. That's the bullion banks. But now, it looks like it's come back. Just let's watch again. Bullion, but don't bet against bullion banks. I, they don't want it to go to 1700 It's not going to go there. But I'm shocked at how fast it came back to 1674 at the end of last week. So that's Tom Harvey with a wrap-up of this, this last week. And uh, look forward to talking to you in the near future with whatever's coming up. So long now. Thank you for joining us. Please hit the subscribe button on your podcast reader to get future podcasts. This is Tom Harvey. I am an investor myself, not a financial advisor. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as advice or a solicitation to trade and we disclaim any responsibility for any negative effects of actions people might take.